Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. All right, y'all. Today's cocktail is called Let's Get Nasty. The ingredients you need are Casamigos Mezcal, a Truly's Pineapple Lemonade, some ice and lemon juice. The way you're going to make this is grab a cocktail shaker, pour a shot or two of the Mezcal in with the ice, pour a little splash of the Truly's, a little splash of lemon juice, shake it up good and nice, and then pour it into a cocktail glass and get nasty. Hey, Kiki. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to Cocktails Ready Discussions, you guys. We have a guest with us today. And we have been trying to get her for I don't know how long. We got the original bad girl of comedy, a.k.a. Lunell, a.k.a. L motherfucking murder. What's <laughs> <That's> up? <right. laughs> What's good? What's good, ladies? What's good, everybody? So um, before we get into the nasty part of the discussion, we kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about like being a female comic and what that's been like for you. Like, do you ever feel like it's harder or people are harder on women than they are the male comics? You know, I sort of hate when people ask me that question because I think that's obvious in Uh every genre of every business everywhere like this artist way. Or female yeah and 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 everything of course it is um it's harder on your relationships it's harder because you're the mother if you have children and you're traveling and uh, you're not there for the birthdays not there for the graduation sometime because you got to go get the bag it's um harder because uh female comics don't get sponsorship deals like the guys can sponsor denali or golf clubs or this or that and females don't get those opportunities or at least they haven't so far or at least I haven't so far let me speak mm-hmm. for myself so yes it's, it's, it is uh, more difficult for sure that's rude <laughs> that's rude it is it's this time and to like- me I feel like you would make more money if you're like let me be the one that sponsors women yeah mm-hmm. I mean maybe now maybe now after the revolution you know uh it's quite possible because even in crime i mean you know if they hadn't made so much noise about brianna we wouldn't even really be hip to that because they're so focused on the men we can't even get uh, no attention uh, in in the murder aspect of in of, the, of the world mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i mean you know it's difficult for everybody but that's why you know it's just like the the black thing. You have to work harder. You got to be better. You can't be good. You got to be great. You can't be mediocre. You got to be great. And you got to stand out. And you got to be different. What makes your, uh, me different than any other female comic? What makes your podcast any different than anybody else? So, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. the way it is. When you were younger, did you always want to be a comedian? No. What, what did you, you want to do? Well, I wanted to be a teacher. Oh. Mm. But um, the drugs and the alcohol and the criminal record <laughs> put a put a put a damper on that. Um, uh, I, I started out actually in theater, and I went from theater to um, um, uh, film mm-hmm. because I was in San Francisco. I made my first two films in San Francisco, and then from that I got into comedy, and from that I went into television, and from that I went into movies. Well, speaking of television and movies, I'm going to show you a picture of a fine Spanish man, and I want you to tell me if you remember him. 
Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, so that's my ex-boyfriend. We were at one of your comedy shows one day. Shout out to Carlos. He told me to tell you that he said hello. He hopes you're doing well. He lives in LA now. He's on the show Good Girls. He said, I can't believe you got her. I said, I'm only getting her because of you. <laughs> I I I was with the essays and the vatos last night, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Um, anybody who knows me knows I'm I'm weak for for Latin men, mm-hmm. and they like me they like me a lot too. So um, yeah, I was with a whole squad of essays last night. <laughs> Come on, essays. Yeah, because I went and got a tattoo. What you, what'd you get? Oh, you don't follow me on social media. I do follow you on social media. Oh, you oh, got the essay the print. tattoo. This is Prince. Prince emblem. Oh. Yeah, remember you when didn't he know changed that? his name? You didn't know that. If you didn't know that, I'm about to get off. The Please don't get off. <laughs> don't get off. I I'm do. Say, I'm One of us knew. I'm talking about the placement. That was no, your. This is that was my your... hand. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with being an essay or anything. I just wanted it in my microphone hand for mm. when I talk on stage, and it's um the uh, uh, Prince emblem that he used to use when he was, you know, getting out of his contract and mm-hmm. he had slave and stuff on his face. Prince had a band for the young one. Prince had a band called The Revolution. We are in a revolution. I always loved Prince and I was in such pain about what's going on that I said, what do what do those people do, those, those disturbed people, they cut themselves and stuff. I said, well, I'm not doing that. But maybe, and I've been wanting a tattoo. I said, maybe I'll go through the pain. I'll go get my tattoo right now. So I called up my bato, my ex, Come and I told on. him, you know, give me somebody that'll do it for me for free because I'm going to film it and put it on my shelf. And we went out there and did it. And, and I'm very, very happy with it. Girl, it don't good. you ever. You froze. Okay, I'm back. Okay. I, I guess Prince said, what y'all not about to do is act like you don't know my sign. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. That kind of hurt. So, what was the last question that you asked me? Um, you were talking about your tattoo, but we're gonna go ahead and move on to the weird sex segment, and then we're gonna get to the fun stuff. You said a man is not a necessity; a man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah, a man is absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Okay. Okay, so this week's Weird Sex, you guys, somebody tried to live out a fantasy, and it was a shit show. So in a sex fantasy gone wrong, two men with machetes entered the wrong house in New South Wales, Australia, before they realized they were at the wrong place. One of them was acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon last year. Okay, but they had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. The judge said- Like in his booty hole. Yeah, but mm -hmm. Um, the facts of the case are unusual. The role play was arranged over Facebook, of all places, by a man um, out there in New South Wales who provided his address to this hired duo. He was willing to pay five thousand Australian dollars if it was really good. Okay, the client had moved to another address about 30 miles away without updating the two guys of um, 
of the new address. So when they entered the home on the street of the original address, that's when things went crazy. The resident noticed a light on in his kitchen around 6.15, and then he thought that it was a friend. So he came in to have his coffee. Everything was normal. He ended up calling the police. They apologized. Um, They contacted the guy, made it to the right address. But I don't know if somebody followed them or what, but they found the guys. They got arrested. Only one of them was acquitted. The other one is still facing charges. They had machetes in the car. They had the brooms. And I just don't understand how you move and you want somebody to come over and stroke you with a broom and you don't tell them that you move. And look, every now and again, it happens. That happens with my Uber Eats. That happens. Sometimes you forget to change the address. You just be like, oh, I, I forgot. Like, girl. Anyway, that's this week's weird sex. One of our listeners sent that in. I thought it was crazy. Y'all be careful soliciting sex online and fantasies and everything else. And make sure you give the people the proper details before they're on the way. Yes. Well, I'm all for fantasy, but none of my fantasies ever would or never, never, ever would in, in, involve fucking machete. <laughs> and a broom or... Uh, that you know, white folks, white folks, yeah. <laughs> white folks. Okay, so we're gonna play a game with you, and it's a scenario game. So we have these different scenarios. We'll give you um, some options, and then you pick the answer that you would most likely choose. Okay, Me? you wanna go? Yes. yes. You. Okay. Okay. You ready? All right, L murder. You're on vacation with your husband. He meets a man who offers him one million dollars to allow him to have sexual relations with you. When your husband comes back and tells you the proposition, you, A, smack him and tell him he must have lost his goddamn mind, B, jump with excitement, grab some condoms and assume the position, or C, cry and file for divorce. I grab the condom, <laughs> assume the position, and hit the motherfucking dough. I'm like, where is he at? Yeah. I thought you were saying something crazy like <laughs> the man wanted to have sex with my husband. In which case, that motherfucker better grab the condoms and let's grab the, a million dollars? Oh, That's a, a lot million. of money. A whole million. Yeah, I've done a lot more for a lot less. Okay. <laughs> All right, next one. You meet a guy and have spectacular sex with him. Afterwards, he says there is more where that came from, but he's going to have to charge you his hourly rate. This was just a taste tester. You say, okay, money ain't a thing and that dick is worth it. B, tell him the taste test was good enough and show him to the door. Or C, call the police and tell them there is a man at your door soliciting sex. I'm probably A, say money ain't a thing. (laughs) Let's do this. It is my dream to pay for sex. Like when I can add that in my budget. Well, I've never paid for sex. Mm-hmm. But I've had broke ass niggas with good dick <laughs> that I actually am paying for sex, you know, with plane tickets or <laughs> this or that, Ubers and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Dinners, and, you know, maybe a little change they could put in their kids' Christmas card or something like that. <laughs> oh, so you kind of like sweet. a sugar mama. Yeah, it ain't tricking if you got it, baby. Okay. That is my dream. Okay, last one. Your husband tells you he wants to have you as his wife, but also have a consistent live-in girlfriend. You will always be his main queen. Stop. (laughs) Forget it. No. Hell no. No. 
No, there's only room for one pimp in this relationship, and you're talking to her. No. Well, that was no. not. There was the no. game on. You don't even need to finish that sentence, baby. Hell, hell to the no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so that's it for the game. Now to the good stuff. So, okay, what kind of men do you like? I don't have no type, see? Uh-huh. Now, I've dated Latin men. I've dated Italian men. I, I love black men. That's my fave. They can be dark skinned. They can be light skinned. They can be tall. They can be short. Um, I've never had a man with money in my life. In your whole life? You need to move in to Atlanta. No, no. I, I like straight men. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've never had a man with money in my life. No, because I don't like businessmen. And mm-hmm. I don't like office guys. What do you not I, like about businessmen? I don't like a guy that wears a suit all the fucking time because you wear a suit to dinner. You wear a suit to the movie. You wear a suit to party. You wear a suit to game. You wear a suit, suit, suit. I don't know your personality. But if you have a hardworking guy, like my husband is an electrician. If you have an old tool belt wearing guy, then when they clean up, it's like you got a whole new guy. It's very exciting and very fun. So I like dirty guys, you know, guys that that, that, that do uh, manual labor type stuff. Mm. I never mm. thought of it that way. I mean, I, I, I do it. love a man in a suit. I, do too. I like a man who can wear a suit well, but I don't want to own anal. Do you know what's really going on with these suited ass men? They're the weird fucks that get the prostitutes that want you to come over with the machete and shit. <laughs> Those are what's happening with the weird ass suit guys. I don't, I don't, they're too anal and weird and they're controlling and all that shit. I just like regular old man, like meat potatoes, a joint, a drink, and some meat pussy. Potatoes. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this, because I too am the type where it's like physically I don't really have a type, but I'm starting to notice that my men do all have something in common and they typically are almost always a little bit obsessed with me. And I'm noticing that I like men that will be a little bit obsessed with me. So you, you like a relationship where the, the person is more in love with you than you are with them. Yeah, that nigga is going to blow me up. He's going to text me and be like, baby, where you at? Oh, I got you this. Oh, oh it's your birthday. Let me give you the world. Like, I no, like- you're crazy. <laughs> I tell her all the time. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. That, I mean, that space. Mother, that same motherfucker. You, 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 yeah. You want a machete in your bedroom, don't you? <laughs> that same motherfucker. She says she like pain. <laughs> okay, we gonna see. You need mm-hmm. to go to Jamaica. They fucks with machetes all the time. If y'all oh, see hell. me on Forensic Files, you already know. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, ooh, I tried to tell her. <laughs> I was on this podcast one time and this girl was talking real crazy and now look at mm-hmm. her on the news. Okay, yep, so... Speaking of men, yeah. Lunell, you're married. And for the longest time, I ain't know that. I've been to your stand-up shows. I did not know that you were married because you'd mm-hmm. be talking like you're not married. Mm-hmm. And so I... We, I'd be acting like I'm not married too. <laughs> we want to know, how do you do that and why? Well, um, I don't ever put my husband on social media. You don't. One. I never post him. You never see him. He'll be in the club with me and you won't know who he is because he's very... You know, he's very, he's like a vapor. He just sort of moves around like that. He's spooky like that. He's mm-hmm. always watching me, but I don't always know where he is. Um, so I, I, I tend to keep my man off social media because 
you know, we can go somewhere and people be like, that's a man, that's a man right there. And then you make him a victim. He's not about that life. Mm-hmm. You don't play these motherfucking games. My man don't have nothing but email and the phone. He don't do Instagram. <laughs> he don't do Facebook. He don't do Twitter. do none of that shit. None of that shit. And also because my husband has a shady past, as do I. Mm-hmm. And I don't want nobody, you know, I put him on, you know, social media and they'd be like, that's, that's that nigga that shot me back in 85. God damn, you know, mm-hmm. we don't need none of that shit. We don't and, need um, So you, you like know, gangsters? No, I don't like gangsters. Gangsters Uh like me, but um, I I can I I don't want to. He's I like ex gangsters. Mm, I like guys who used to be about that life, but they don't want to go to jail no more. Because I'm a celebrity. I ain't got time to put no money on no motherfuckers' books. I'm not going to visit nobody. I'm not doing none of that shit. I don't want to be worried when I'm out of town on that shit. But one thing that my husband and I do is when I'm on the road for weeks at a time. He doesn't stay here at home alone. He goes to visit his daughters. He's got mm. daughters. And so he'll go somewhere and we might meet on the road or he'll go somewhere. And then when I come home, he'll come home. But see, this COVID is the first time I've had three months at home in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never had this kind of time at home with us to be together. And um, because are y'all enjoying always, it? Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> you know, we're fine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot you know, of sex? I mean, do we have you no, been- no, 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 not with him. <laughs> <laughs> don't get nobody shot, El Murder. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it to it. So, uh, speaking of sex and being married, do you, I feel like married sex is boring as fuck sex? Why? It's because married people just be the married people I know. They'd be like the wife she's, don't want to have listen, sex. She's not. Nor has she ever been married. That's, That's what, what I was that. thinking. <laughs> but I talk to my married friends and my married family members and everybody stops fucking when they get married. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Well, first of all, you can fuck your fiance the night before the wedding. And I guarantee you the next day with the ring on, the sex is better. I, I can promise you that because that is now we are, this is mine. That mm-hmm. is, you know, so that is a lie. They're unhappy. Number two, <laughs> you can start having less sex when the kids come into play. You know, Mm. if you're both working or children come into play, you can't just fuck in the living room on the floor like you like to because the little bitches get up and they come (laughs) in and they disrupt shit. Or you fuck in the bed and there's a Barbie doll high heel stuck up your ass. (laughs) When the kids come, things do change. You have to make more of a a time to make a date. You know, somebody watch these kids, let us go away for the weekend, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So that's just a natural thing that happens. If you still fucking the way you was before the kids, you ain't gonna never stop having kids. <laughs> have your kids ever caught you having sex? My daughter, I only have one daughter. Uh-huh. And no, no, she is not. She's only ever seen me in bed with like four men and a life. And one of them was my husband and one of them was her father. Mm-hmm. So the other two were long-term relationships that she ever saw me in the bed, you know waking up or coming to get some money for school or something like that. I've never tramped in front of my daughter and I have done much tramping in my day. <laughs> so but no, my, my daughter's never caught me. Uh, <laughs> I've caught my mom a couple of times. You have? I caught my yeah, parents. And my and grandparents. I, I caught my parents and I went and hid in the closet <laughs> for like three hours when I was young. You caught your grandparents having sex? Yes. that was, And I was young too and I was just like, 
they looked embarrassed. I didn't know then what sex was. And so, you know, we had to have a talk. And I was just like, That is bananas. But old, now that I'm older. And me, mom, them. Oh, no. They was trying to get it in. But, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, Good. Because I hope that I'm still having sex when I'm their age. I hope my I'm husband too. would love to have sex all day, every day. Our record is nine times in one day. That was, that was our Did record. you eat? Yeah, he fed me breakfast in bed, and oh. I couldn't get the fuck up. He had some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's our record. Nine times in one day, we laugh about that. He even got a scar <clears throat> on his wrist because we were so close to the, the, we, the you know, this back room was broke, and the, the mattress was on the floor, so we had no headboard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have their hand on your head or whatever, and we was up backed up against the wall, so he's got a scar on his wrist from rubbing his wrist up against the wall fucking me. We're very proud of that. <laughs> I absolutely love no headboard sex. I don't know about <laughs> you. But <laughs> that ratchet like shit. I like a headboard. I like to hold on to it, man. Yeah, I like a headboard, really. Mm, yeah. I appreciate a no headboard. <laughs> um, Lunel, okay. in the bedroom, do you, are you dominant? Are you the dominant one? Or do you like to be dominated? It depends on who I'm with. Hmm. Some men are more dominating than others. You know, um, uh, yeah, it depends on who I'm with. It depends okay. on who I'm with. What about you? you know? What do because I Because the young guys, you know, when I was fucking young guys, I was more dominant because they didn't know and they like to be taught and shown and turned out. Mm-hmm. When I was older, OGs, you know, then, well, well, not old guys, but like old, older guys when I was younger, mm-hmm. and they knew more and they were more dominating. They taught me shit. So. Yeah, I prefer for them to be dominant. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't fucked anybody younger than me. Well, no, take that back. That was a lie. But usually, <laughs> uh, you see, I was giving you the side eyes. I, I thought about it. Um, yeah, no, but it doesn't happen often. Usually, I want somebody older than me, and I prefer to be the more submissive one. And then every now and then, I like to surprise them and switch it up a bit. And then yeah, I go. My back. husband loves that. He mm-hmm. he he tells me I used to be way more aggressive, and I'm like, whatever. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> what do you like? Uh, you know, I like to be dominated. I am submissive. I want you to tell me what to do, whatever. Yeah, you tell them me. little glasses don't fool me because <laughs> I know. Listen, men make passes at girls who wear glasses. <laughs> she like to get slapped on her ass a little bit, choked a little, choke bit, me, talk dirty to her, and talk shit real like that. dirty. I'm a girl and I know how to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever been with a woman? Oh yeah, you know. Did you like it? Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Was and it that just... was like years and years and years. Yeah, there was an era. See, there was an era mm-hmm. that I came up in that was like a real free sex seventies type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was like really good drugs and you know mushrooms and mescaline and shit like that. And so mm-hmm. everybody was fucking around, but you know, that was just that was then. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I would kiss a girl still, but she's got to be bad, you know, like, 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 and I like, I like an older broad, like, I, like an Angela Bassett or some shit like that. Oh. You know, I wouldn't, Very I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fuck Beyonce. What about Blanche? What about Blanche? Blanche Devereaux? <laughs> Blanche? 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 From the Golden Girls. She's That's dead. Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> No, I don't like, I don't want to fuck, I don't like white women like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, 
black no. like, Lunell, you seem like you have lived a lot of life like i would love to just hang out with you and be a fly on the wall like you seem like you just lived a lot of life we don't even know like you be you be open but i wish we really knew speaking of we want to know if you've ever been to any sex parties absolutely mm. did For you per- sure. did you participate or were you more of like um i want to watch all that <laughs> they used to <laughs> i was in the bay area so they had places in san francisco and in oakland mm-hmm. like they had they used to have this big house this big um victorian house called barry and well they had steve and sally's and barry and shells and if anybody from the bay area that's around my age is watching then they will they will probably know steve and sally's was a ripoff of barry no steve and sally's was the originator barry and shell was the ripoff they both had big houses. You would go there. Um, a single woman could come, but a single man had. A single woman could come for free, but a single man would have to pay. Mm-hmm. And they and then you come. You can come as a couple. Um, the women, you know, they always want to have the same amount of women and men. So that's why, you know, if a single woman's coming, mm-hmm. looking for a single man to pay, and they pay at the door. Then you come in, and they have. Um, Usually uh, a dance floor. They they didn't allow drugs, so you better. They didn't. No. Mm-hmm. You better do Not it before you come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, they didn't allow no weed smoking. They didn't want to see no lines and nothing like that. If you take your little ecstasy pill or mescaline, that'll kick in by the time you get there. And um, they didn't allow any drugs because you know they could already be rated for enough. I guess they didn't want to have a drug raid too. Mm-hmm. And so they'd have a dance floor. They have. Um, a big dinner, like a Thanksgiving dinner, like turkey mm. and dressing, and oh, niggas was all kind of stuff. Yes, because you could come and watch and eat and not participate if you didn't want to. Then they mm. had a they had it's a, like um, dinner and a movie, that's right? But a different kind of movie. Dinner and a movie and a nut. And then <laughs> they had a room that was a, a big, like um, the whole floor was a mattress. And they had like vibrators coming out the wall. So like you could have like 12 couples in there and everybody. Mm-hmm. And then they had another room that was like, like divided into four like segments with these little sheer curtains. So it could be like four couples in there, but you could sort of see the couple next to you. Mm-hmm. And they had jacuzzi and mm-hmm. towels. Did it you go by yourself? lavish. No, me and my girls would go or me and my man would go at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. This was before AIDS. There was just, you know, the, as a matter of fact, they made you sign in so that if there was any kind of VD, because all we, all we had back then was VD, syphilis, gonorrhea. If there was any kind of anything, you would call them and let them know and they would see who was there and they would notify everybody to please go get you a shot or don't mm-hmm. do like that. Mm-hmm. It was very healthy. It was very, very wonderful. It's wonderful, bitches. Y'all just ain't got nothing like that. No Is it we still open? Y'all? Hell no. That was 30 years ago. Oh, I was about to say, well, I'm about to come. Oh, yeah. They're going to gonna be taking my temperature. I don't around like that no more. But, you know, it's just like every generation has their shit. You know, like you guys' generation got that scissor and E and all that shit, which I would never. Um, um, let me see. A boy, when I used to be in high school, was an Indian guy, Indian like like Native American, mm-hmm. and his name was Leonard. And Leonard used to always drink cough medicine, and he'd go bouncing off the fucking locker room walls, lockers like a pinball. He was that fucked up. 
I think that's what the scissor is now. But to drink it like a drink, I think it's ridiculous. Like drink it with Sprite or orange, whatever the fuck y'all do. I don't know. I think that's the dumbest shit ever. You can tell Lil Wayne I said so. Plus we <laughs> get seizures and shit like that. And then um, we had Coke, of course, and weed, which wasn't as good as this weed. And we had mescaline and mushrooms and acid. But, and they had ecstasy, but I never took any ecstasy. And I wouldn't suggest nobody take no ecstasy now because none of the drugs except the weed are as good now as they were back when I was coming up. Um, and I know people who take ecstasy and they never come back down off that trip. They got a motherfucker across the street. I'm looking at his house right now. We call him, creep, we call him Creepy Creeperton. That motherfucker <laughs> went to Vegas. And never came back the same. I think it was off that E, so I just personally wouldn't fuck around myself. Creepy creeper team. Yeah, I get yeah, scared about stuff like that. Like the weed, okay. I can I like edibles a lot. Smoking. Yeah, I'm okay. down with the edibles. I eat mm-hmm. an edible and go to church. I don't give a fuck. But mm-hmm. here's the deal. This is what I would say in this era. I would say no more puff puff pass. Mm-hmm. I would smoke my own. And I would roll my own or have it rolled in front of me so nobody can slip a little something, something, something in your joint. Because these parties and passing shit around, you'd be, ha, ha, yeah, I'll hit that. And next thing you know, mm-hmm. you got you're fucked you got up. Bipolar. Yeah. yeah, or you got COVID-19. Um, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so we were watching some of your interviews and something stood out to me on The Breakfast Club. You talked about how bitches aren't nasty anymore. Well, I might have to take I might have to take that Because, <laughs> bitch, I'm nasty. And I said, I what? Little, I know your little librarian. Your little librarian ass is nasty. I know. <laughs> so is Kiki. She be putting her fingers in man booty hole. What's wrong with that? I'm on Zoom. I can't get off the phone. <laughs> yeah, I was just texting her. That is my daughter. She just coming home from Vegas. Oh. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, okay, so no, I mean, you know. Um, What's nasty there's, there's, there's different levels. Well, I mean, you know, nasty. I mean, don't, you know, hey, I can't <laughs> give up all my secrets. But <laughs> I know that. For me, because, girl, I ain't no telling who be sliding up in my DMs, girl, after watching mm. this thing. But mm. I know I do nothing anal. Nothing. Well, not nothing. But I'm a recipient recipient of a good oh. ass eating. But I don't eat no ass. I don't put no fingers in no ass. I don't need mm-hmm. no fingers in my ass. I don't want no objects in my ass. Nothing. I don't want nothing in my ass either. But I don't mind doing it to somebody else. Gloves. You said gloves. Gloves. You can't I put a glove in your time. Oh, uh oh, girl. Uh oh. Okay, girl. Mm-hmm. All right. You can't do that. But, you know, that's reserved. That's a special treat. They have to earn that. <laughs> yeah. Because it and, is and very disgusting. And, well, you need to be getting out the jacuzzi. Yeah. The shower. I love a good steamy shower, fresh out the shower, the jacuzzi. Oh, it's very just, lame. You know, it just depends on the circumstances. <laughs> um, there she go. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to put that all on me. Yeah, you you done Girl, it you too. Y'all act she, like it was just me. She out here catfishing. You don't have people in your DMs, girl. They be like, I want to talk to the freak with the glasses. 
<laughs> I just hope Drake finds his way to oh. my DMs. So, El Murder, she you is know so Aubrey Graham personally. Mm. Can you? I ain't mad, girl. Drake is everything. He is everything. Like I just, ooh, and he likes his booty munched on. So I'll munch his booty. You know, there's. I have three boyfriends outside of my marriage. One mm-hmm. is Albie Shore, right? Mm-hmm. Not not in my head. Like you know, you can go on my. Graham, you can see us. Bruno Mars. I like his son. Bruno Mars. Oh, Quincy. Mm-hmm. Bruno, of course, because Bruno's eyes could just undress me. Have you seen that gorilla video that he did? No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. People is calling me. I thought that I had this motherfucker on. Do not Do disturb. Not disturb. <laughs> so tell us about you and Bruno Mars. Um. Oh, my other boyfriend is Darius McCrary. Okay, one, two, three. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bruno, uh, I mean, what do you want to know? What, what you want to know? Have you had sexual relations? No. Uh, <laughs> oh. He's got a girlfriend, a longtime girlfriend. But would I? Yes. And mm-hmm. we have made a video together, and I do go I to the concerts, <laughs> and I do go backstage, and we are fine, and we have hugged up, and he has grinded on me a little bit. Mm. <laughs> do you so my daughter Danelle? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other like celebrity crushes? Yeah, of course Drake is one for sure. Mm-hmm. And I really like um now he's a little buff for me, but I love him on ballers. I like the rock. Oh mm. yes. I like the rock. And I also like um See, I like them rough. I like, like, you, do you know who Eric B and Rakim are? Do you know Rakim? I, well, yeah. I like Rakim. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, you and want I to like, wearing Tim's. Sometimes. <laughs> you know, I need them to be able to go from the Tim's to the Brooks Brothers suit and then back to the Tim's or with nothing. And um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, it's so hard to think now because all these visions come in my head. But, I do um, you know, just that. Different guy, uh, 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 Jason Momoa. I, I was just about to ask you about him since now you said you like The Rock. It's fine. <gasps> Jason Momoa, goddamn, goddamn. You know who I love is Rick Fox. Do you find oh, him Rick. attractive? Yeah, Rick is cute, OG. And mm-hmm. I was just with, I was just around uh, Matt Barnes the other day. Matt is smoking mm. hot too. Is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll let mm-hmm. you have that one. <laughs> he looks little. He's not little. Oh. Like skinny he ma- little? He, he, just he makes little. twins. Oh, skinny. He, ma- he makes twins, girl. I, I gotta stay away from them. Apple and olive <laughs> on the way. Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a mess. Where did you two meet? Did y'all <laughs> high go to school. school together? I thought y'all must have went to school together. Mm-hmm. We, we went to high, high school, school together. <laughs> You're like Tisha and Tachina. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody um, told me I look like Gina the other day. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> My head must it's, be getting wider, but no, I like it's them. Okay. Gina or Martin? They mean uh-huh. Martin Gina, not yeah. Gina, like like African yeah. kids Gina. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to know because I have heard you talk about this in stand-ups. Do you have groupies? Yeah. You be. Don't you love when you wake up in the morning and if you're anything like me, you consistently check your bank account because you don't know how much money you have. <laughs> 
<laughs> not funny. Um, you guys, it's real hard times out here right now. Everyone needs every dime they can get and they need it quick. That's why we are so excited to tell you about Current. It's a mobile bank with a Visa debit card that gets you paid up to two days faster. So listen, if you normally get paid on a Friday, you can get paid on a Wednesday with Current. Isn't that exciting? I love getting money when you least expect it. And Current gives you free overdrafts up to $100 with no hidden fees. Now, I don't advise that you overdraft all the time, but every now and again, look, you got to do what you got to do. And Current has your back. Current works just like any bank card because it is a real bank account. It's not a prepaid card. Another dope thing about Current is they instantly refund the holds that gas stations put on your card. Now, first of all, I didn't even know that gas stations put holds on our cards. Where's my money back? (laughs) Current also works with Apple Pay, Google Pay, Cash App, and Venmo. We all need that because look, when Bay wants to send you something on the side, you better have all of those quick little cash app. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So listen, I am going to download the Current app and you should too right now. Get your current black premium card. Oh, they got a black premium card. Y'all better go get you one. Go to current.com and enter the promo code cocktails. This week's black business of the week is Amara L'Amour. It's a luxury brand that produces exclusive custom handmade blazers and jackets. Check them out online at www.amaralamour.com. That's A-M-A-R-A. L-M-O-U-R.com on Instagram and Twitter at Amara Lamore and Facebook.com slash Amara Lamore. And now let's get back to the show. You know, Lunel, we are really sorry. I feel like we got dollar store Wi-Fi or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we don't know what keeps I'm happening. Back. But we're almost we're almost done. So it won't be too much longer. Um, Just blame yeah. Trump. It's probably it's Trump. his fault. It is yeah. definitely his fault. Just blame Trump. Yeah. Okay, so, but we were talking about the groupies. Your yes. Group- Okay, so like, what do they say to you, and what do they say like in your DMs and at the shows? Well, you know, we just got finished with the whole dick pic era, so there was a lot of that going on, which I found interesting, and then I found it to be super annoying mm-hmm. because I'm like, why would you send a picture of your dick? You must think I'm a thirst trap, motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. you can have a great dick but they send a picture of their dick and they send a picture of their face. And some of the greatest dicks are on some of the ugliest guys. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'd be like, uh, I see why you didn't send your face. Then, I, like, um, I like an ugly nigga though. The, um, if there are older guys that groupie after me, a lot of, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. There's um, uh, There's a place for that. Um, yeah. Uh, older guys want to, you know, maybe they want company and they want to flush you around or take you around and stuff like that. You know, a little celebrity chick on their arm or whatever. But um, they're not, they don't want to fuck so much because they may not be confident because I can be kind of intimidating and all the shit I talk on stage. They're like, God damn, if I don't bring it, you know, she's going to whatever. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? 
All right, Diane, what cute date idea do you have for us this week? Hey, ladies, it's me, indecisive Diane. And let me tell you, Friday is Juneteenth. I want you all, everybody, every color, to go out there and celebrate Juneteenth. Because you know what? Thanks, Diane. Don't preach for us now. Tell us later over dinner or something. What you got for us? Okay, there's a place. It's a black-owned restaurant. They have a grand opening this Friday on Juneteenth. It's called Metro West Cafe. You're gonna love it. They have lobster. They have po'boys. They have chicken vegetable alfredo. They have grilled shrimp that looks like it's to die for. These lamb chops, oh my God, I just want to go nibble on a little lamb leg. Okay, girl, what's the address? Here's the address. It's 5611 West Fayetteville Road, College Park, Georgia. 30349. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. Girls, are you gonna come? Yeah, girl, you know I'm gonna be there. Front row and center with a little lamb chop, little lobster. Okay, ladies, I'll see you Friday, Juneteenth, grand opening, Metro West. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. All right, guys. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but unfortunately, we ran into some technical difficulties with the video and audio files from here on out and had to use our backup file, which does not include Lunell. So we want to thank her again for coming. Make sure you check out her YouTube show, Hey Lunell. Visit her online at HeyLunell.com and follow her on Instagram at Lunell. And now let's continue the show. Hopefully, guys are pleased. We both have cocktails. Okay, and now we're back. Now we're back and it's time for advice. Remember, if you guys want some advice for us and our guests, if we have one the week that we choose your email, email it to us at askcocktails at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S at gmail.com. So I have one. (laughs) Medina. What's you drank a whole cup of wine just like that? Is it a rough day? <laughs> y'all not gonna play me like y'all only have one drink. Y'all have more than one drink. I still have a little wine. Okay, so this one says <clears throat> Okay, so boom. Your girl is in a dilemma. I'm 24, and this time last summer, I was on my shit, okay? Had my own place, own car, and was going out of town whenever I wanted to. But in September, my life did a complete 180 after a bad car accident. My finances were affected drastically, and when my lease was up, I had to move back home with my parents. Fast forward nine months later. My money is up, got a new job, new car, and I'm moving out in August. It's been a storm for sure, but a bitch is making it through. So here's the dilemma. Last July, I went out of town to Chicago, which is only a few hours away from me. Went to an event and I met a guy. He was instantly attracted to me. And ever since then, he always hits me up and checks on me. Not an everyday thing, but it's consistent enough for our level of being at a distance and not knowing each other like that. Okay, whatever. So basically, we've been in contact for almost a year now, and he's been persistent in wanting to see me. Like, at first, I was really indifferent about linking up with him because all my focus was on another guy I liked. He wanted to come down New Year's Eve, and I sort of pushed it to the side. They wanted to, Then he wanted to link on his birthday. Y'all, he said he had money, and we can do whatever. I wanted... I wanted to, and because I knew my situation with no place of my own, I sort of paid it dust too, and I still had feelings for the other guy at this time, so I really don't ca- I really couldn't care less at the time to meet up or not. Now, I'm over Old Bay, 
and have really grown curious to know more about Chicago Bay. And I need new dick. And he wants to come down in like two weeks. However, I don't move out until August and I'm still living with my folks and I don't know how to tell him. Like I'm low-key embarrassed. And I know living with parents is a turnoff to some people. Because y'all, he has a nice car, nice clothes, nice everything. From what I peep, I really just want to get a hotel or Airbnb that I would want him to pay for. He ain't gonna work that out. Um, But IDK, how to say that without telling him I don't have my own place. And since it's our first link, I don't want to travel to him. God damn. Okay, in the future, um, in the future I would, but not right now. So my question is, how do I finesse this without telling him my situation? Because I really do want to link, but I don't want to wait till August. I want to start my heart hot girl summer now thanks uh thanks ladies keep doing what y'all doing y'all are my besties in my head sincerely stressed and trying to finesse you know what i you have an answer yeah sis sis you don't even have to think about it this deep bruh look up some airbnbs or look up a suite send him the link and say here we go this is where i would like to stay when you come here this is where you should stay that's all you have to do. If he's a man, he's going to book it. That's it. You don't even have to have a conversation. No. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, you don't have to explain yourself, sis. Like, every all that is right. You were in an accident. You don't have to explain yourself. Send him the links. Look up some places. Send the link. Hey. And if mm-hmm. that nigga ain't with it, he don't need I, exactly. to come. Ooh. And honestly, if he really got it like you say he does, he's probably going to do that anyway. Just tell him to come. Like, he's not going to, he probably won't want to do that. And if he's a respectful guy, he's going to get that. It's not going to be an issue. Don't overthink it. Get your new dick. Have a good time and send us a cocktail about it. <laughs> yeah, email Kiki. Because y'all know I don't be doing searches. I'm just I do them all the time. Open. Okay. Oh. So this one says, <laughs> so this one, she, <laughs> she yeah, said, she <laughs> should I or not? Please help. Hi, ladies. So I have sort of a dilemma. I have been in a relationship for four years now. For the most part, everything is okay. Sex has never always been the best. Head game is great. Never came from it unless I'm rubbing my clit at the same time. But once he comes, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm like, sis. We have talked about it because enjoying sex with my partner is important to me. But he feels like when it comes to sex, it's me mentally not relaxing basically putting it on me plus his sex drive is not high at all we literally have sex once a month maybe twice a month and we are both in our early 30s bruh so i would really like to explore more and i do have a strong sexual attraction towards women but never acted on it i hang out a lot with my coworker and her friends celebrating birthdays going out of town or just hanging out on the weekends there's this one girl in the friend group that I do find attractive. She is cute, funny, single, and she got glasses. <laughs> and every time we get together, she always comments on how good my body looks and how pretty I am. She is into men, but I found out while playing a game of never have I ever that she has had sex with women before. My question is, should I shoot my shot with her? I'm so curious to know if this is something I would even want to continue. And if it is, I'll have that honest conversation with my boyfriend. What do you think? P.S. I mentioned bringing a woman in the bedroom with him and he is not for it at all. Please help. 
And Hot Girl Summer does not entail asking for permission. That's all I'm going to say. Bitch, if you want to fuck the bitch, fuck the bitch in y'all's bed. Just bring her to the house and let that nigga come home from work. Oh, no. You're uh, getting carried away. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, well. no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> relax, relax. Um, okay, so I will say I think that you should definitely hit the girl up, shoot your shot, see what happens, try that experience. You've never done it before, right? So try it and see if you like it. He said he doesn't want to be a part of it. Oh, well, he would just be in the way anyway. If he wants to watch, tell him to set up the camera so he can have memories and call it a day. I don't know what's up with his sex drive. I don't know if he needs to go to the doctor. I don't know if he needs blue chew. I don't know if he needs to move on to someone else. But sounds like you do. So I think you should shoot your shot at her. Mm-hmm. Have a good time and call it a day. Don't He's stressing you out. Y'all stop hanging on to people who are stressing you. Let them go. Hey, I'm okay. stressed. Means I'm sweating all under my armpits. I don't like that. My booty hole is tight. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, why are we stressed? I want y'all to send us cocktails, not advice. Not a well, cocktail. We, we need that. But um, yeah, I want y'all to be happy and live fulfilling, fulfilling sexual lives. This is this is why there's also a show called Cocktails Dirty Discussions <laughs> because we Kiki and I our goal here our mission is to make sure that the human race has really great satisfying what you want set. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you guys want to send in an email, send it to cocktails.atl at gmail.com so that maybe we'll read it on the show. Uh, maybe we will tell our own cocktail. Okay, I'm going to. I am going to share my cocktail and I've actually been holding on to this for a minute now. Like I sometimes, you know, I don't be wanting to share my whole like sex life live, like as it's happening. Cause I don't want my, my team to be like, Oh, so you fucking with other people. So sometimes I'm like, let me just hold on to this. So there has been a man in my building that I live. <laughs> okay. So I moved into when me and my ex-boyfriend Carlos, when we broke up, I was like, dang, I'm not going to live in the suburbs anymore. I'm going to move into the city. I'm going to live in a single building and I'm single and ready to mingle. So I move into this building. Everyone's fine. The women, the men, everybody looks good. I'm like, dang, my policy is I am not going to fuck anyone that lives in this building because I don't want any problems. I never want to feel uncomfortable. Well, the tables have turned. I have met my match. One night I went to the pool as COVID-19 started to let up and they started to open the amenities. I went to the pool. I just got a new tattoo on my ass. It says, love me. It's within the past couple of weeks. (laughs) I got a new tattoo on my ass. It says, love me. And it draws a lot of attention because um, I'm very like booties out all summer 20. I'm not going to wear any bathing suit that doesn't have my ass out. So I'm super flirty, as you can tell. So I meet one of my neighbors and we start flirting. And I'm like, ooh, like you see my tattoo? It says love me. And it really, it's like a spell. It casts a spell on these niggas. And he was like, oh yeah, I see it. I was, he was like, I want to bake you some cookies. 
what talk about black girl mad so he's like i want to bake you some cookies i say yeah bake me some cookies i like i like oatmeal chocolate chip that nigga baked me some oatmeal chocolate chip i could smell them in the hallway the next day so i went and knocked on his door i said are you really baking these cookies he was like yeah i was about to come knock on your door he's my neighbor this is totally against the rules i go over there he burned he burned the cookies and we somehow ended I don't, we started playing a game. We started talking. Everything was so much fun. And then somehow his face ended up in my vagina. And I was like, how? Somehow. You, how? How is you, how? <laughs> I don't. How is your face like balls deep in my vagina? And then I said, you know what? He knows I have a sex show. He's, we went to call. Oh, fuck. I'm giving too many details. He knows me. <laughs> He's had a crush on me. And uh, then that made me, that made my pussy even more wet. Like, I know that, like, you have a crush on me and you've been watching me. So then I tell him, I grab his head. I'm like, look, I'm going to just, I'm going to fuck you. We're not going to have it a relationship. We're not going to make this, like, dramatic. If you see me bringing anyone else over, please don't be dramatic. I won't be dramatic. Let's just enjoy the night. I fucked the shit out of him. I spent the night, woke up in the morning, tooted my ass up, threw it back a little bit, sucked his dick, and I grabbed my bottle of mezcal and walked home. Down the hall. Down the hall. that's right. Okay, so mine is embarrassing, as they usually are, and I was actually going to tell this on our Patreon, but um, I was reading the YouTube comments, and y'all had attitudes, so I'm going (laughs) to give y'all what you asked for. Okay, this is embarrassing, Lunell. I got to say this 10 times. Okay, but Okay, so there's this guy, and um, we have, like, a fuck buddy relationship. I feel like we have a good understanding. Um, He's cool as fuck. I met him. Well, it doesn't matter how I met him. Anyway, so one day he hit me up. He was like, hey, what you doing? I said, oh, nothing. You know, I'm just working. And he was like, oh, can I come by? So I'm like, "Uh, duh, because I already knew what that meant. Now, I used to not really take in calls. I used to always go out, but I switched it up a bit, right? And I started to regret it when things got to a later point. So anyway, he comes over like a little while later, and I'm in here. I'm like editing the show, trying to work and stuff. So we're just talking. He brought over some weed. He brought me an edible. I thought that was really sweet um, because he knows I don't really smoke like that. I'm not good at it. I'd be fucking it up. I'm, I'm a hookah smoker, but I like the edibles. So anyway, I have the edible. So I'm, so I'm a little high and I'm feeling good. We're like watching funny videos. I'm going to tell you this because it's important later. So he shows me this video and it was some Instagram person. I don't know. But the whole thing is like a TikTok thing. They're like, oh, it's not a roach. It's a water bug. And like, I didn't think it was funny. I didn't get the point. I didn't understand the story. None of that shit. So he was like, oh, you didn't think it funny? No. And I was like, okay, well, actually, I'm looking at the time. You've been here a long time and we ain't done no fucking, no sucking. Nothing. You can't hear me. Can you hear me now? We ain't done no fucking, no sucking. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I was like, oh, it's getting late. He has his kids for the summer. Um, I got to hurry up before, like, he just comes over here to hang out. I'm not really interested in just hanging out. That's what my girlfriends are for. I want you to eat this pussy. You know what I mean? Well, so, your girlfriend's be in your pussy. What you say? <laughs> your girlfriend's be in your pussy. You ain't ate my pussy. So anyway, you, uh, that's not what we talk about right now. <laughs> that's not what we talk about. Okay, so anyway. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. um, 
I was trying to figure out because he was just very comfortable watching these Instagram videos. And I was like, this motherfucker is high as hell. He came over here, ate the edible with me, smoked two blunts. He said he'd tell me he'd smoke about seven a day. And I was like, fuck, I lost him. I should have got him in the room first. Fuck this work. This episode will be up tomorrow afternoon instead of the morning time. Like, whatever. A bitch needs some dick. So, anyway, finally, I was like, oh, I'm, I go to the bathroom. I come back. He's not coming. So, I'm trying to get him to come to my room. My room is back there. That's down there. So, finally, like, we end up in my room. And he's like, oh, I need to use the restroom really quick. So, I'm like, okay, cool. He goes to the restroom and he, like, walks around my bed. And then he kind of stops. I'm sitting in the bed because I done lied and said I was cold, right? Because, well, you know why. So, I done told him I was cold. I'm in the bed. I was a little cold, but that doesn't matter. He stops. And so, he freezes. And he looks down. (laughs) And he looks at me. And I'm looking at the TV and I'm just like kind of stuck because I'm hot. I'm not a smoker, but I ate too much of the edible because he makes me nervous sometimes because he cracks too many jokes. <sighs> and I was just kind of anxious. So I was like, I just really want this dick and I'm trying not to be too thirsty, but like I'm just going to hop on it in the kitchen. That would be rude because I don't live alone. So anyway, he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> Can you turn the live off? Why did you get sorry, the live? Sorry, I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry. So, Lunel. Look over. I swear to God, I clean up. I hire somebody to come clean up. It was a motherfucking roach, the big kind from outside. So then immediately I think of the video. It's not a roach. It's a water bug. So I'm like, if you say something, it's a water bug. Bigger. It's, it's a. You weren't here. Shut up. No, I'd have messed up and already told her. But she trying to have ad libs. Now hold on, I ain't do that to you. So anyway, it's a big one, and so I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Then I'm freaking out because I'm like, I'm I'm a country girl. This is a country nigga, but I don't kill bugs. My granddaddy did that. What the fuck am I gonna do? That's what I would do too. But I'm just like. Okay, now he's in the bathroom and I can hear him peeing because he was peeing for a long time, which is what made me turn my head anyway. So I'm on the bed. I look to the right. The door is right there. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, how do I kill this while he's in the bathroom? Because strangely, he's still peeing. And I don't know if it was because I was high that I thought time was a little different. We ain't gonna worry about that. So I'm like panicking. So I run to the kitchen and I'm like, how am I gonna leave the kitchen? But I had just washed my, um, the mattress pad because I be squirting and stuff sometimes. So I don't want that to leak into my mattress. So I have a mattress pad, but I don't, I don't think I dried it all the way. I just didn't do shit right at all that week. So it was kind of making noises. It sounded like a diaper or like a pad or something. Right. So like I run to the kitchen. I'm like, fuck. I cleaned the bathroom before he came over here because he always be inspecting bitches' bathrooms. And so I went in here. But where the fuck was the roach the 10 times that I was going to the bathroom? Because I kept going to the bathroom to make sure I wasn't sweating, make sure my pussy didn't stink or got too sweaty or, like, I didn't have hairs growing out because I'd be having extra hair. It's just a lot of problems I'd be having going on that I got to monitor throughout the day. So I'm just like, I'm sweating. I'm hot. I'm getting nervous. Yeah, it's a lot. So I come in here, I can't find no cleaner. Then all of a sudden I see my bean green antibacterial machine spray. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take that. Then I realized it doesn't have the stream option on the nozzle. So I'm like, okay, how am I gonna spray it? How am I gonna spray it? What am I gonna do? Where is the roach? So I go back to the room, right? So I'm like, okay, so what am I gonna do? So it's still sitting right there. And I'm like, I know he saw it. I know this motherfucker saw it. Then I was like, well, maybe he was so high. He thought he was tripping because when we was at the table, oh, I hope you don't watch this episode. But when he was at the table, he said, I took a pill before I came over here. Now he will take some pills and he does lots of things. I don't know what all, I don't really care. It make his dick work real good. And that's all I need, right? 
So um, I don't even be here for a long time, just the right time and do it right. So anyway, I go back in there. So I corner the water bug. We know what it was, but the water bug. I corner it in the um, in the corner by the bookshelf in the door. So I was like, okay, if I spray it, because there's carpet in my bedroom and tile and wood everywhere else, he can slip through the cracks. And if I spray this bitch and it runs under the crack and touches this man, I am literally gonna have to die. Like I can never come back. Cocktails is done. This is the end. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure it out, right? So I was like, all right, I see a makeup palette. I'm a makeup girl. I have like tons of makeup palettes. I see one in the box. I said, oh my God, I got to sacrifice this palette. I pick up the palette. I'm like, bam. So then I'm like, okay, boom. Then I realized it wasn't really that heavy. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to stomp on it, right? So I get myself ready. And then I stomp on it. Well, I tried to stomp on it. I lost my balance and fell into the bathroom door. So it's just like thud, like boom, like that. Yep, like that. Mm -hmm. So, sorry. That's how I was feeling. It was just it, like the whole thing is a joke. Like I'm not a comedian. Good thing but were the show high. is under comedy because my love life is a joke. So anyway, um, I fall into the door. So it's like a thud. And then I hear him flush the toilet. And I'm like, oh God, I only got 20 seconds to figure this the fuck out. So I stomp my foot on the thing jump back on the bed through the spray behind the bookshelf because it's like catty corner and I just sat there I know he heard that so he comes out and he's looking at me all weird I'm looking at him all weird and then he just like I have a vanity in front of my um bed so he sits down over there and so I was trying to get him to like come closer and he wasn't so I was like fuck it he was probably in the bathroom like texting his homeboys like well that's what I thought at first that he was texting his friends or his kids or something like let me out of this situation I need somebody to save me <laughs> I think I think you're right and I was wrong so he I realized his phone was still on the bed so he comes out and he's like sitting there I heard the water bug moving under the makeup palette so I'm like trying to like itch in my seat, right? And I was like, there is no way he didn't see that. I think he thinks he's tripping because he keeps looking over there, but he can't see shit because it's under the makeup palette, the box that the makeup palette is in. So I was like, you know, either he came over here and he was like, well, I'm not going home without it, but I don't really think that because I'm sure he has a bunch of other hoes on speed dial or the pussy was too good. I decided pussy was too good. He wasn't ready to go yet, right? So I was just like, okay, so how am I going to finesse this situation? So I was like, I'm, I'm still really cold. Come to the living room with me. So we go to the living room, watch TV, we're talking. I'm like, why? This is just too much. Anyway, long story short, we're sitting on the couch after a while. And he just says, because we talked earlier, he was like, you know, I feel like I have a bad record with you because I have, the, I have this habit of like, if a man asks me if like later, like the next time I see him, hey, do you come? Did you come the last time I fucked you? I always say no, because they're going to try harder. So I said, no, you're mean. That's not mean. That's rude. It's not. You're a so liar. I, okay. Well, whatever. So <laughs> he, I say, no. So he was like, really? So like all these times we fuck, like you don't come. I was like, no, but I, he was like, so why you keep fucking me? I was like, I like it. It's still good. It just ain't great. So he was like, damn. So he was like, well, do you ever come? Like he really is serious about it. He was like, I have a horrible record. Like if this was football, I'd be 0 six right now. And I was like, yeah, you would. And so he was like, well, maybe I need to try something different. So anyway, he says to me on the couch after the bug fiasco, and he's like, do you, do you like to use toys? And I was like, oh, I love to use toys uh, all the time. Like, 
did it earlier today. He was like, do you have a favorite? I said, yes. And it's charged up and ready to go. So he was like, I want to watch you play with it. So I was like, oh, thank God. I'm getting some dick today. So I was like, come on, let's go watch. So we go to my room. I play with the toy. He fucks me really good. Everything was great. He kisses me goodbye. And he called to check on me the next day. And still to this day, maybe not after this episode, but still to this day, he said nothing about it. I really think that he thought that he was so high. He was hallucinating. Uh, check out heylunel.com follow lunel on instagram we fucking love her uh, we're going to dinner whether she says yes or not um <laughs> they this friday do. is juneteenth please meet me and i hope kiki if y'all remember dominique prison bay who came on right after he got out of prison and talked about his experiences he opened a restaurant it is called metro west the address is 5611 west fayetteville road college park georgia it is this friday come turn up with me and kiki if she comes eat some good food and we just want to support him because he it's a black owned business and it's gonna be lit I'm actually having a barbecue, but I am going to stop by and get to some sides because I don't want to make them. Thanks again so much for Lunel joining us on the show today. Be sure to check out her YouTube show. Be sure to follow her on Instagram. Check her out. Visit her website. Support her. As soon as she has more shows, she will be posting them online. Follow her at Lunel. Visit her site at www.heylunel.com. Make sure, again, check us out at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So and at Coffee Bean Dean for Medina. And also subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash cocktails. And one last special note. Remember that next week, June 24th, we will be having our very first book club meeting for my new book club, which you can sign up for at patreon.com slash Kiki Said So. The book is called Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany D. Jackson. Even if you're just now finding out about it, the Audible book is only about eight and a half hours long. It's a quick read. You still have time to join us for the discussion. So until next week, you guys, bye.